You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode three. I am so excited about what we're talking about today because it's something that for years as a coach, as a personal trainer, as an intuitive eating counselor, as somebody who's done all of these things, these are the top three things that get in the way of eating well. And what is so wonderful, what is so fun is that they're easy to fix. And I want you to be able to eat well so that you have the energy that you need to do all the things that you want to do, to be capable in all that you want to be and do and have. But that means you need to eat well. And to do that, it means getting rid of these three things. And there is no finger pointing here because I am guilty in my past of all of these. So, number one, let's dive in eating while working. I am sure as you are working. You might even be eating and listening to this right now, but eating and working. So it's checking email, it's writing projects, it's thinking about anything work-related, eating while working. Number one, this is going to stress out and it keeps digestion from happening well, but what happens when we do this, when we eat while working? We know from a all the research shows we eat 10% more calories when we eat while we're working. And the reason for that is because we're not paying attention to our hunger and fullness signals. We are not enjoying the food, so we increase the quantity because you're going to get satisfied at the end of a meal one way or the other. And it's either going to be quality or quantity. And if you're not paying attention to your food because you're eating while you're checking emails, you're eating while you're working on something, you're going to end up overeating. The other thing that happens after is it decreases your focus and your creativity. And I've noticed that whenever I eat while working, my brain doesn't get the break that it actually needs and then comes back refreshed because I'm just working through. And in a once I was speaking to a, a group and we were talking about this particular result of eating while working and the scenario was the comparison that was given was, okay, you've got a, a sales professional, you've got someone who is doing some big pitch, or maybe you're just going and meeting with the boss in the afternoon. And instead of relaxing during lunch, you work through lunch. Well, you show up in a different way. You show up more distracted. You show up not quite as fresh versus if you work hard all morning and then you take even 30 minutes, 20 minutes. We're not talking, you know, a two hour lunch break, but you take that 15, 20, 30 minutes and you unplug mentally at the same time that you are refueling your body. There is a synergy that happens with that and you end up after, oh, okay, I've got mental clarity. I'm engaged. I'm ready to go with this. Another thing that happens when you eat while working in the traditional sense of working is 
you decrease that relaxed interaction with coworkers. I know that at at Vandy, when I was at Vanderbilt, going to the break room and interacting with coworkers on things that were not work-related, just talking about a show that people were watching or what kids were doing or what was going on that weekend, that relaxed interaction, if you're sitting at your desk working, you are missing that relationship building. And also, you increase your chance of grabbing overprocessed food because it's this mentality when you're sitting at your desk working that, okay, I don't matter. My needs don't matter. My hunger doesn't matter. I just need to get rid of my hunger. So I'm just going to grab whatever out of my drawer. Or even if you brought something with you, it's just much easier to grab overprocessed stuff. How do we fix it? This one really is easy. And it's not as easy as, well, just don't do it. No, there are some steps. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two options, technically three options of steps. Number one, this is ideal. And that is physically get away from your desk for 15 minutes. You may end up still snacking at your desk, but at least for your main meal, ideally take the time to say, I'm going to step away from my desk, step away from the desk. I'm going to step away from my desk for 15 minutes. That's ideal. Second best. I've got two second best. Both of these have, you know, they're not quite as good as the ideal. But either one of these, I would encourage you to start with. First is based on the fact that food tastes most intense, flavorful in the first three bites. Take your first three bites without working and pay attention. So even if it's just a sandwich, take the first three bites, pay attention, and then ask yourself, could I go a little bit longer? Could I not go back to working, checking the email. Could I take another couple of bites? If not, fine. You took your first three bites, focused, you kept your commitment. Another second best reverses this, and it's you keep working during the first part of your meal. But because when we eat, we when we work when we eat, we lose that ability to pay attention to our fullness signals and we end up overeating, this will help solve that. And that is you keep working through the first half of what your whatever your lunch is. And when half of the volume of your lunch is gone, that's when you shut down your screen. That's when you turn the paper over. And at that point, you begin to pay attention to taste and whether you are still hungry. Second thing that gets in the way of eating well is not having real food convenient. This I touched on a little bit in episode two of making sure that if you're going to have a powerful plate, which was what episode two was all about, making that convenient so that you can just grab and go. Food is going to be, when you are busy, you are going to eat what's convenient. And that's either going to be a vending machine, the local deli or convenience store, or just whatever you can grab and go throw in the cart and reheat in the, or heat up in the microwave. So the key with this one is if it's, if you're relying on vending machine, and it's a vending machine at your workplace. Make sure that it's got healthy options in it. And if it doesn't have nuts or some other type of real food, ask for the whoever the vending machine contract is with, ask them to start supplying that. Also, if your local deli and convenience store, I have I have experienced this one myself where you go in and you are hungry. And so you're just going to go grab whatever is there. So if there's a particular deli or convenience store that's near your work that you always go to, go there sometime when you're not hungry and look around 
and see what is actually available. See the healthy options that are there. And that way, when you go in and you are hungry, it's much easier instead of just going to the chip aisle or going to the candy aisle to go, oh, no, I know that they have fresh fruit over here or they have a sandwich bar over there or they have something that is more real food somewhere else in the store and you can gravitate there. And also with this is take your own convenience. So I was talking about if you are eating while you're working for a snack, at least let's make it healthier. So instead of having a stash in your drawer of junk, that you have a stash of apples or um, some mixed nuts or something like that. Keep in the fridge some pre-bagged veggies or just make it really easy on yourself. Buy the pre-made vegetable trays at the grocery store a couple of containers of hummus and keep that with your name on it in the refrigerator so that other people don't grab that. And in the car, I like to keep nut dried uh, pouches of nuts and dried fruit mix. With that, it gives me a little bit of fat and a little bit of carbohydrate and a little bit of protein. Also, I am not sponsored in any way by Nick Sticks, but I absolutely love them because they're a good clean protein source. And you can just order them online, nicksticks.com. Just always remember whatever it is that you're trying to get is the closer it is to how it comes in nature, the better. But it also has to be convenient. So keep thinking in terms of that, that you've got to have food that is convenient so that you will eat well. Okay, number three, third thing that gets in the way of eating well that is easy to fix. This one I actually touched, touched just a little bit on, tiny bit, last episode as well, and I am so guilty of this one, is getting overambitious for your real week, where maybe you think about recipes that you want to make, or you think about a menu that you want to have, and you get all inspired and you think, I'm going to cook every night this week, except for Thursday when we're, you know, have XYZ event, but all the other nights I'm going to I'm going to cook or I'm going to take my lunch every day. And so on the weekend, what do you do? You buy all these veggies, you buy all of these ingredients, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, everything is busy. You get home later than you expect, or you have the time, you're just really tired and nothing's been prepped ahead of time. So when you get to Friday or Saturday, the greens are wilted, the carrots are shriveled, my personal favorite, because this has happened to me more often than I want to admit, the avocado is brown. Or this is another way people get overly ambitious. And I really work with clients on this in stepping it through slowly is you eliminate your favorites and you try to go all healthy at once. And then it doesn't taste good. Whenever in the last episode I was talking about making a smoothie, if you're used to a fruit smoothie, and you're wanting to cut back on the sugar rush of that, you don't switch it to where it's now three apple slices and everything else is greens and cucumbers and celery and stuff. No, you step it in slowly so your taste buds can adjust. When you say, okay, we're going to start having all healthy dinners when you've been used to not having healthy dinners, you're eliminating a lot of favorites instead of giving yourself time to adjust the recipes little by little to 
keep the same recipe, but add some extra veggies on the side. Don't try to do everything at once. What I encourage you to do here is take it one step at a time and create systems and enjoyment around it. And that's that's something I work one-on-one with clients on, but you can also think through this yourself some is if you have Monday and Tuesday night is when you're going to, you know, make your meats and your carbs, and then you're going to eat on them the rest of the week. That's one way of setting up a system and thinking about that. Or if on Saturdays, I've got one client who Saturdays, they will think through their, um, as a family, they'll think through what they're going to eat and that next week, and then they'll go grocery shopping, and then they'll go ahead and pre-prep things on the weekend because they know that during the week, it's just going to be grab and go. And actually, that particular client said, you know, I need to start asking other people in the family to make dinner a particular night. And that's a new, another way of adjusting the systems. Think about how much time that you have typically in the evenings. Think about how much energy you have, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, both from a taste standpoint, as well as do you even enjoy cooking? If you don't enjoy cooking, then we need to come up with another plan. And I've got an episode coming up about that. So creating the system that will work for you. And there are, well, there will be other things in this podcast that I really want to dive into these concepts with you on because they are foundational to being able to eat well and for that matter, to move well and manage your stress and so forth. So asking yourself, how is cooking going to fit in? What restaurants have healthier options? If you know that ahead of time, then ever, whenever somebody says, hey, let's go out to eat, do you want to go, you know, where do you want to go? You'll already know where has healthier options that you want. You know, which meals can you switch out without taste bud rebellion? You know, where without your taste buds going, oh, this is horrible. I'm used to something really good. And now this is, you know, your taste buds haven't adjusted. They will adjust, but you don't want them to rebel immediately. Those are the three things that get in the way of eating well and some easy fixes. I cannot wait for you to join me in the next episode because we're going to keep into the healthy eating theme and it's going to be a three-part series. So next time we're going to continue with this. Let me know what of this has resonated with you. And also, if you have not subscribed yet or if you have not rated and reviewed, I would love for you to do that because that is going to get this information, this inspiration out to more people. So join me to do that. Thank you for joining me and investing in yourself today. Who else do you know who needs to hear this? Share this episode with a friend. And until next time, find your path to real wellness and fulfill your potential.